Hello, welcome to episode 173 Armin Show podcast. We are recording live. What's this one about? I get straight to it. Let me name some people here. Kate Spade, Chester Bennington, Anthony Bourdain, XXX Tentacion. These are all people at different walks of life. Some with lots of money or net worth. Kate Spade with, I think, $250 million. Some number. Chester Bennington, some millions living in Palos Verdes. Anthony Bourdain, chef guy, all over the place. And then the performer XXX with the youth completely following him. These people all exited life by their choice. They had stuff that almost everybody publicly seems to want. Notoriety, lots of money, things, popularity, being liked. But they exited. Okay, so maybe there's something more to look for there. Maybe it's worth looking into, wait a minute. These are the things that are commonly looked at as the result. The, we made it. I'm good. And then with these individuals, they had that thing and said, no. They're basically telling you indirectly, no, that wasn't the thing. This is worth taking into account. Is that the thing? What is the thing? Could it be your outward, your inward fulfillment? But it's not just through the stuff you do and notoriety from others. It's the internal presence of mind that you have. It's a piece of sorts. You're doing the thing that fits you. The world matches that in some form. You're putting it out to the world. You're connected to it. If that part is missing, it doesn't matter what you have. You're stuck in a... Neverland Ranch, if you were Michael Jackson, and trapped in it. Who wants to be trapped in a very nice ranch? Well, we like very nice ranches, but we don't want to be trapped in them. And said individuals, you can be stuck in something. Remember I mentioned a golden cage on the episode with Claudia? So if you're given a lot, but you're trapped in a cage, is it worth being given a lot? No, that's why a golden cage has a negative connotation to it. There are many examples of these things where the thing wasn't the thing. And obviously, we can't go back and interview these individuals who exited after they have exited from life because they left. But we can discern that there was something missing, either that or... They were geniuses ahead of their time. One of those two. But if they were missing something, hmm. So that means notoriety and or monetary wealth or high socioeconomic status is not all or is not the number one priority. Mental well-being looks to be the number one priority. And this can be deterred or damaged in some form even with other things in place based on some sort of youth upbringing that maligned the individual and stayed in their mind for good or something later in life involving a person that couldn't be corrected like a familial relationship that ended or some hardship or anguish with people that no matter how much dollar amount you throw at it, 
You're not altering the dynamic. These things contribute to poor mental well-being. And then once that's the case, do you want to be here? It doesn't matter what you have. Do you want to be in, ex in an expensive room with expensive food and millions of people liking you if you don't like how things are going? No, at that point, it doesn't matter. Lately in the news, people throw in things about we're going to look more at mental health. They're looking at it in a very cursory fashion, not in detail. That is not usually the case in public matters. But you as an individual can always look at your life happenings in detail. And from there, pick apart what mental well-being is for you. And then that's what matters there. You have a gut feeling about these things, as do I. If I don't do some social variety once in a while, it's not going to be great. It's I, I have a thing to interact with the people and make something and get a pulse of society, see what direction it's in, what people are listening to, what they're looking at, who they're following. It gives me a sense of the social collective. So if I don't do that for a while and I'm distanced from it, you know, my mental well-being is diminished. So that's true for me. Somebody else, they don't need that. They might need a certain amount of alone time for, for an extended period to be good. I'm fond of some alone time, but I don't think about it in the same way that some social time would be good. So that's our internal nature. What other aspects? I can't speak for you, the listener, because there are many of you. Shout-outs to this show, by the way. And But for me, mental well-being can also come from like a momentum. Continuous this, that, the other thing, going to that, make the this, go to send to that, and then this. When there's a momentum or a flow <coughs> or a cough, these things together is my is one of my pieces for mental well-being there can be a few the good thing is the ones that you know about yourself they're in your hands your mental well-being shouldn't be attached to for example your daughter's high school grades if your mental well-being is attached to your daughter's high school grades well i mean you can influence that but it's not you that's someone else you know that's not the way if you set things up such that some of your well-being is based on another's decision making that's weird and not stable you want to have stability in the things that connect to your mental well-being that way it's you if something goes off it was you it's a nice feature that if you take it upon yourself, then it was you the whole time. You won't have some shiftiness from someone else who is not you, who you're somehow including in your decision making. That is going to lead to breakdown. 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 We do a dance break once in a while with the breakdown. 
Yes. So I guess that part is connected to, not I guess, that part is connected to taking things into your own account and not leaving them up for chance. That once in a while might work, but once in a while it might not for you because there's another person there. Your interests are not exactly aligned at all times or you would be them. And that's your clone and you finally found them. If you did, well then you can help with genetic research by submitting your DNA to 23andMe and comparing just to see that your clone is definitely identical. See how things came out between both of you. If there's any differences, that would settle the nature versus nurture debate. Let's clear this one up. Twins sort of do this. Back to the original point. So we have those individuals, right? Chester Bennington in front of an audience. He's like, I'm going to do that. That's not even a song, but he's singing, right? And then everybody's like, wow, this is amazing. But at night, in some form, he was like, nah, this ain't good. So those two can be in place at the same time. And it's not going to be shown in public. There's no room for it. You can't show breakdown in public that messes with your business and then your manager's not happy and then the other guy and the thing. Everybody around you needs you to continue the scene. The scene. So if you present that publicly, that's it. You've already, frankly, at that point decided peace out because everything will start coming out of the woodworks. Building something takes a lot of everybody united and aligned towards the message of it which is good for building something but if something about you now doesn't fit that you have to keep it going if you want to keep building the thing if everybody just stopped when one person out of a thousand people didn't feel like finishing the pyramids there's no pyramids so there are ways to include people's frustrations into the equation so that a job gets finished but for something like one's own fulfillment for that specific person mm -mm. sometimes they're like i gotta exit so yeah he was performing feeling great some things were not right with him we don't even have to go into detail of what it was something from his youth a current relationship issue something and so there was clearly times before his exit from the earth where he was like well should I exit the earth? He probably didn't say it that way. But that happens. But it won't be shown publicly because, once again, the business model doesn't allow for that. One time, 50 Cent, the rapper said when he was working with his crew G unit that if they had an issue, he'd help them. But there was no time for his issues because he was the leader of the group. So he had to just keep going. He couldn't be the one to stop. He was the leader guy. He'd help the other guys through their family issues and whatnot. That's something to take on board. So same thing with these individuals. There's no room for that. Now, I mentioned Kate Spade. She's a designer, like a jewelry maker, or she was, and very well off, but also exited in the same regard. Anthony Bourdain, Mr. Chef Man. He was all over eating, trying out food, connecting with the locals, which was a theme. 
People described after the fact he would always connect with the locals and merge with their culture, acculturate. And he exited. He wasn't in a poor situation. And then the last one, XXX Tentacion, he had the whole youth following him, like the youth. All the youth that most people can't connect with right now because they're not wanting to connect because so much advertising and social media content is sent to them every day. They supported this guy because he looked like something real and represented that. And yet he departed at his peak. Who knows what his next peak was. Maybe he was at a further, further peak along the way later. But he definitely exited at a peak. There was something else that was more relevant than the adoration of millions of the future. If you don't think that's a good position to be in, to have millions of people who would be the future adults, you don't only have popularity, you have longer-term popularity. Into 10 years from now, those kids that were fans of him are now 26, you know? Whatever age, 20, 28, 30. 10 years from now, his fans are young. That's some long-term popularity. Yet he still exited from existence. So, in all these cases, I brought up these four. Obviously, there's many others that I left out. I don't know all the people, but these examples show people of different lifestyles, different net worths, all of them successful in a regard, very successful, I would say, and exited. So that would be something for the fans of all these individuals to take note of. Maybe there was more than that. Maybe if a person actually came up to them and talked to them in a real way during their, you know, the months before their ending their own lives, they would, who knows, they would might have said, oh, great, I finally met a person that uh, I feel warm with, I connect with. I don't know the details. And this is not to take from any of the people who are in their existences, but there's a possibility. Some sort of reaching out that made sense could make a difference. Maybe a lot of reaching out was done to these individuals that didn't make sense to them. Or they're like, you're missing the point. This happens often. There was a thing in an old SAT book called Missing the Concept, where the person put a check mark in a box you're supposed to circle. Now, that one's hilarious because it's a check mark in a box you're supposed to circle, or, you know, the ellipses you're supposed to fill in. Same case of Missing the Concept could be what these individuals got for many years from the public. This is worth taking into account. If you see somebody and you... Actually, it's not even if you see somebody. When I, for example, recognize value I can bring to somebody, I give it a go. That's the key part there. It's not so important that we look for the people 
who are sending us signs or whatever it may be. That doesn't, I don't know if that works too well. But if you see a person where you're like, huh, I can definitely bring value to this specific person because of something, there's a link between you and them, then it makes sense. Give it a go because you could be the difference maker. I've had people that I, uh, let's say, talk to on the streets where I just sensed they had some sort of thing that connected with something about me, maybe some uh, broad thinking nature or critical thinking. And I remember one guy, I talked with him for like 30 minutes. I think this was in downtown L.A., either downtown L.A. or Santa No, it was downtown L.A. And you would have thought I changed his existence. And frankly, I think I did in a small amount. Obviously, you can't do so much in 30 minutes or else we would have these people just walking around solving people's lives all the time. But he definitely, I knew from my end, it was making a difference in his life because we were connecting on stuff that mattered to me and mattered to him and I felt like would not be relevant to the larger population. So uh, an individual wants to feel included. You don't want to feel like you're the only person having this thought or trying this idea on the whole planet. It's fine if you have strong self-esteem. It's obviously fine to have that be the case. But it's not really enjoyable if you're the only person... Let's say you're the only person on the planet with an IQ of 214. This is an extreme example, pretending that IQ is such a big deal. But let's say that's a big part of your existence, your brain and the way it processes things in a certain capacity very quickly or in a networking method instead of linearly. It would be nice for you to run into somebody at some point in your life who's, you know, a 200 IQ person. That would be nice so that you could bounce off each other. There's a nice warm feeling when it's not just you in whatever capacity. If you're working in a coal mine and it's just you, it might be nice one day when somebody else shows up from some other company who's also working in that coal mine. Obviously, usually there's a bunch of people in a coal mine. That example doesn't really make sense. But you get what I'm saying. You like when there's someone else near you. Now, on the opposite end, I have to add in, if there's too many people near you, uh, you might be a regular person. If there's like 100,000 people near you, mm, I mean, there's that sense of connectivity, but then there's that sense of, are you just another one of the 100,000 people? So there is another side to it. But definitely if you're in the minority in some category, you like this specific scene of this specific show, and then one day you run into somebody who mentions in that specific scene of that show, you're like, huh, ha ha ha, it wasn't just me. There's a nice feeling there. And that little feeling can be enough to bring immense amounts of joy to some individuals, amounts of joy to others, minor amounts of joy to others. Different, there's a spectrum of joy here. Uh, there's also other categories of feeling. There could be 
sentimental feelings that are brought about. Yes, through connection. So in one way, I'm connecting back to the original message about the four people who exited. Some form of connection could have been the thing that they would have stayed around for. I don't know. I'm putting out my thoughts because I don't know and we can't ask them. And that's usually the case in this specific kind of example. You can't ask people who aren't here anymore. But they definitely present an example of a person who made the decision to depart and clearly did it because that's a very small demographic of people. I think I have gone over this point pretty solidly here, which I wanted to do. There will be more on the way on the Armin show. This one has been, it's good to tell stories. This one included sort of a story. I think I may include more stories on the show because stories you can relate to, whatever they may be. I might even break down a one-minute interaction into a whole episode because there's a lot of messages people send to you in 10 seconds or a certain look or what can happen very quickly can change a life. Yes. I'll leave that for another episode. But for this one, we'll close up shop episode one. 73. By the way, I once took a biochem class. What was it called? 173A. And what was 173? I think it was like advanced inorganic chemistry. It was like a higher level protein crystallization something. I took that. You see Santa Barbara. I remember the number. It was one of the last classes I took. So I remember that. And off we go.